Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Saturday, July 23rd, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 27, verse 14, which says, Wait in faith or patiently on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait in faith or patiently, I say, on the Lord. Well, a good lazy Saturday to you, my script bit friends and family. I'm afraid that I'm beginning to make a habit of this lazy Saturday thing, yes? Because I woke up at a reasonable hour this morning, but resisted getting out of bed because it was Saturday, and Saturday is a day to do as you please. <laughs> and I did that despite knowing that the Lord's work awaited my diligent perusal and pursuit. Anyway, I'm finally here. And as we do every Saturday, let's see what interesting quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. Now, this first one aptly fits our current bill. It says, motivation is what gets you started. Habit is what keeps you going. Yes, friends, considering Saturday to be a lazy day was the original motivation that laid the groundwork for lulling the time away in bed on a Saturday morning. And since I've been doing it for a few Saturdays now, the habit that's doing something over and over is what kept me going. (laughs) So the quote is basically true. We need to be motivated by whatever it is to initially get up off our fat fannies and do something. But it's a constant doing of whatever it is that keeps us going, keeps us keeping on. And there's no better example than our Christian faith and walk. It's our love for and gratitude to Christ that originally brings us to faith. Then as we consistently walk our talk and our faith grows, we just keep doing it through force of habit. That brings us to this next quote. It makes a big difference in your life when you stay positive. That's very true. For even if you are not a believer in Christ, a positive attitude will certainly make your life a little better than if you stay negative. But just think about what your life could be now if you have a positive attitude and a believer in Christ Jesus too. Wow! Jesus is the most positive person who's ever lived. He came to do a job that's to bring salvation to those in bondage to sin. And he did it with diligence and a sure sense of purpose. He also did miracles and promised that those who believe in him would do even greater things than he did. And you can find that in John 14, 12 to 14. But could we truly do greater things than that Jesus? Most likely not. So what is he saying then? As one commentator, Don Carson, in an article on the subject on the Gospel Coalition, org website offers. He says, might greater 
mean more numerous or more widely dispersed? In that sense, Christians have indeed done greater things than Jesus did. We have preached all around the world, seen millions of men and women converted, dispensed aid, education, and food to still more millions. The greater works may therefore be the gathering of converts into the church through the witness of the disciples. And he has a reference here of John 17, 20 and John 20, 29. And the overflow of kindness that stems from transformed lives, end of quote. The fact is, friends, that when we sincerely believe in Jesus, our horizons are expanded to limits our frail and finite minds cannot even conceive. And this next quote eliminates, sorry, rather illuminates all that we've spoken about so far. It says, when you are enthusiastic about what you do, you feel this positive energy. It's very simple. Yes, my brethren, enthusiasm plays a very big part in the rising up of positive energy in our souls and spirits. If we are not enthusiastic about something, we don't usually feel the need or the energy to do it. But when we are enthused, brother, we develop this gung-ho attitude. We just want to be up and doing whatever it is that causes our burgeoning enthusiasm. There's one problem here, though. Not enough of us supposed believers are truly enthused about Jesus. Otherwise, we'd be out and about in the world doing a much better job on his behalf than we are currently doing. And the evil and evildoers would not be having the heyday they are now having. I'm a people, that's a sad commentary on our efforts to evangelize the world for Jesus. As I keep saying, we talk an extremely good talk, but we don't put our talk into action as much as we ought to. Whether it's because of fear, shame, distaste, laziness, or whatever, we simply seem to acquiesce to the ungodly doings of the world. Thus, we don't follow the good advice that our next quote provides when it says, it is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light. Now, that's the gospel truth. It's when things are pretty bad, like right now, that we need to focus the most on Jesus, who is the light and the life, so that we can use his restorative power and energy to stand strong and come to our senses. Oh, friends, oh, right now our world is in a very dark place and only our total focus on Jesus and the resultant light that we cause to shine will enlighten its darkness. Remember, Jesus considers us the light of the world and the salt of the earth, which you can find in Matthew 5:13 to 14. That means he expects us to provide a lot more energy, enthusiasm, and guidance to the world than we are currently doing. So let's get with it now, man. The world very badly needs, needs 
the stuff that Jesus brings to the table and we are the conduit through which he expects it to flow. So please, please, let's not disappoint Jesus no further, no man, and do what he asks of us. Now, here is our last quote. It says, good things come to people who wait, but better things come to those who go out and get them. Now, that's a definitely a fine balancing act that we believers need to perform in this life. The good book tells us to wait, but David says it does in Psalm 27, wait in faith and patiently on the Lord. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait in faith and patiently, I say, on the Lord. But Jesus also gave us the great commission where he desires us to go ye therefore and teach or make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And that comes from Matthew 28, 19. Yes, my fellow saints, we need to do both things. Wait patiently on the Lord and go out into the world and do stuff. And to help us do that successfully, the Lord gives us his word, his Holy Spirit, sometimes the advice of others, and sometimes the force of circumstances surrounding us. It's not easy to pull it all together, but if we diligently meditate on the word and listen to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we will be able to successfully navigate the straight and narrow path that leads us directly to Jesus and cause others to want to come to him. Much love. And the postscript for today says, there are only two roads to follow, the straight and narrow one to heaven or the wide crooked one to hell. The choice is ours. And that's a fact, friends. Only two ways, only two roads. One that leads to heaven and one that leads to hell. And we are the only ones who can make that choice for ourselves. Nobody else can make it for us because in the long run, we are the ones who also need to follow whatever directions that take us to that destiny. And we pray that we'll use our common sense, get wise, and decide that we want to live on the straight and narrow one that takes us to Jesus and heaven. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.